St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. This is your host, Greg Lindbergh, here with you. Here on this episode of the podcast, we are speaking about the College of Health Professions here at St. Leo University, and uh, we have three exciting programs under this college, uh, one that's currently being offered and two that will uh, start uh, being offered in the fall of 2021. And to help us uh, discuss all of these exciting programs, I'd like to welcome Dr. Kathleen Van Eerden, who is the Dean of the College of Health Professions here at St. Leo University. Dr. Van Eerden, welcome. Thank you, Greg. Absolutely. Really excited about this conversation and certainly some new programs uh, for the university that we've uh, had our eyes on for a long time. Uh, so really excited to have you and, and discuss this today. So first off, Dr. Van Eerden, why don't you just uh, give the listeners a little intro, just a little bio about yourself uh, to start us off here. Sure, absolutely. Um, I have extensive background in particular in nursing and nursing education, having uh, worked uh, as a practitioner uh, an educator, an administrator in different positions, had an opportunity to start new programs, and I've also been involved in uh, working as an administrator for health professions programs in a, addition to nursing. So I have an extensive background and do have expertise in, uh, in uh, curriculum and evaluation of health professions programs as well. Gotcha. Very interesting. And uh, talk to me about just your journey to St. Leo University, and perhaps we can get into the reasons behind uh, St. Leo starting this new College of Health Professions. Absolutely. Uh, about three years ago, I had an opportunity to uh, visit St. Leo and at that time, uh, learned that leadership had an interest in expanding into the realm of health professions. They've had that interest uh, for some time, but it hadn't yet come to fruition. Uh, so when a decision was made to uh, formally pursue health professions, uh, I came on board in a, a planning capacity and uh, have moved ahead with development of several programs which are uh, now offered at St. Leo. I see. Very interesting. So let's uh, dive a little more specifically into the three programs that are currently under the College of Health Professions. And uh, let's start off with the Bachelor of Science in Health Education and Health Promotion. And uh, Dr. Van Eerden, if you could just talk to me about the reasons behind starting this, uh, this particular program and kind of the goals of the program. Sure. Well, 
health education and health promotion has been on the forefront for some time, in particular as people have focused more and more on uh, their own wellness and that of their family and communities as well. Obviously, um, as COVID has unfolded, uh, we've come to realize that the role of a health educator is um, really key um, to helping people to learn best practices. The uh, health education and health promotion major actually began in those planning stages prior to COVID. However, as I said, um, this major is identified as key to uh, public health and overall health promotion. Right, oh, I see. And then in terms of uh, admission requirements and what, uh, you know, someone must complete, must have, uh, you know, in their arsenal, so to speak, to, to be able to enter this program. Let's talk about that. Sure. Um, students that pursue this major uh, are admitted to St. Leo with our general admission requirements. There are no requirements specific to this program. But that said, we know that students in the health education and health promotion major are health-minded. They tend to have more of an interest in an educator role as opposed to a clinician or hands-on role. Oh, I see. And then in terms of uh, where the program is offered, this one is, is strictly on university campus, correct? Uh, yes, this program is uh, offered at our university campus in the Tampa Bay area, just north of Tampa. Sure. In terms of, uh, you know, the, the types of students who might be interested in enrolling in this program, what would you say as far as demographics, uh, career interests? I would say that this uh, program would clearly appeal to all ages. Uh, there aren't specific uh, demographics. Um, again, those that are interested in health and wellness have an affinity to education and interest in uh, planning and implementing and evaluating health education programs um, are the students that we're seeing. Right, oh, I see. In terms of the faculty, uh, talk to me about the faculty teaching in this program. Yeah, faculty are uh, diverse, uh, diverse backgrounds, um, public health and related areas. Uh, faculty bring expertise specific to health education and health promotion as well. Right. I see. Interesting. And let's uh, talk a little further about the, the curriculum, the courses offered in the program, and then just kind of an overview of those. Sure. Our, our curriculum is uh, very contemporary in its interdisciplinary focus. We collaborated cl 
closely with our College of Education and Social Services in the design of the curriculum. And it is unique in that it has a, a much stronger emphasis on teaching and learning best practices uh, than some programs uh, that are out there. So students um, pursue coursework specific to teaching, learning, uh, program evaluation. They also look specifically at content uh, on health and wellness, so they're well-versed in needs across the lifespan. Oh, I see. Very interesting. In terms of, uh, you know, career opportunities, perhaps even grad school, if someone is interested in, you know, pursuing that after earning this bachelor's degree, uh, what are some examples? I guess we could start with kind of the career route and then uh, perhaps get into some, some grad school options as well. Absolutely. You know, health education specialists have a number of different career options. Uh, we see students pursue careers in corporate wellness, uh, where they're uh, aligned with often with a human resources department working on employee wellness offerings. Health education specialists may affiliate with healthcare institutions, again, providing uh, healthcare programs and resources for employees. There are roles for health education specialists in governmental uh, institutions, um, as well as community organizations and even nonprofits. Uh, for example, uh, a nonprofit organization such as the American Heart Association utilizes um, health educators in planning and developing um, and implementation and evaluation of a range of health offerings. Oh, I see. So quite a variety of options in terms of career paths, it sounds like. Absolutely. Um, certainly community health offers opportunities. Uh, most recently, um, we've learned that uh, public health roles will be significantly expanded. Um, and certainly um, that would include uh, opportunities for health educators as well. Very nice. And if someone were interested in pursuing grad school, uh, let's say perhaps they got this degree and then had, you know, a number of years of experience and wanted to go on to get that graduate degree, uh, what would you say some examples of, you know, graduate programs with this degree might be? It very much depends upon the student's area of interest and their aspirations. Uh, but certainly uh, a master's degree in um, healthcare management, uh, which, you know, is an area of study at St. Leo, a master's in business, um, you know, with um, that healthcare concentration. Uh, certainly there may be future opportunities uh, for a, a master's in public health. 
um, just a, a range of options depending upon the student interests. Sure. Oh, I see. Nice. All right. So let's uh, transition on to uh, the next program. So I should mention that the, the program we just spoke about, uh, the Bachelors in Health Education and Health Promotion, we did launch in the fall of 2020. And then these next two programs are starting in the fall of 2021 uh, here at St. Leo. Uh, so next up, we have the Bachelor of Science in Respiratory Therapy. And talk to me about the reasons uh, behind offering this program. Yeah, the Bachelor of Science in Respiratory Therapy um, has been advocated for uh, by the National you know, Respiratory Care Organization for several years. As a result of that level of support, um, there has been interest among students in a bachelor degree program. Currently, the majority of respiratory therapists earn an associate of science in respiratory therapy through a state college or community college. Uh, following that program, uh, they pursue um, their licensure uh, and are, are able to seek employment for uh, respiratory therapists that aspire to managerial roles or uh, professional development, uh, Bachelor of Science in Respiratory Therapy is uh, an excellent option. Absolutely. And uh, in terms of admission requirements, uh, I know you mentioned the licensure. It sounds like this program might have uh, some few additional requirements. Is that accurate? Uh, yes, this program does require that the student have a registered respiratory therapist license, uh, which is unencumbered. Uh, that means they are in good status uh, with their license. Uh, the uh, students that pursue this program are generally currently employed. Uh, they need a minimum of a 2.5 or higher grade point average in their associate degree program as well. Oh, I see. And then let's talk about where this program is offered. The uh, Bachelor of Science in Respiratory Therapy is a strictly online program. Again, it focuses on uh, that junior and senior level um, and includes courses specific to Bachelor of Science education in respiratory therapy. Oh, I see. And I would imagine that, you know, obviously, like many of our online degree programs, it really gives the student a lot of flexibility, uh, you know, whether they're working, whether they're, say, raising a family, uh, to have that online option. Yeah, the, um, the online option is really essential for students that pursue this major uh, because they are working professionals, they do work different shifts, different days. They work weekends, holidays, 
the online format uh, works well um, for their lifestyle. It gives them that flexibility. Absolutely. And let's talk about the faculty uh, who will be teaching in this program. Faculty um, in this program are uh, absolutely qualified. Uh, they are respiratory therapists. Um, they um, have backgrounds uh, that are strong in education uh, and practice as well. Uh, we also have uh, faculty with expertise in uh, health professions, including uh, public health and uh, knowledge of communication and research practices in particular. Right, and very nice. And then uh, in terms of the, the courses and the, the different topics uh, covered in this curriculum, uh, let's dive into those a little bit. The curriculum uh, is unique while also focusing on accreditor areas of emphasis. Some of our unique courses include our initial course, uh, which looks at personal and interprofessional communication and looks at very specific models for for use in team communication. We have uh, courses focused on uh, accreditor areas of emphasis in advanced uh, cardiac and, and respiratory pharmacology and pathophysiology and care management. Uh, there is a course that looks specific at, uh, specifically at teaching uh, and research. Uh, we do have uh, several courses focused on students with an interest in administrative responsibilities. Uh, so a, a course that looks at uh, managing um, a uh, respiratory therapy department. A uh, very unique course that we're offering looks at project management uh, to achieve health outcomes. Uh, and that hmm. course is applicable um, whether uh, the student is involved in ongoing practice or an administrative role, or if they aspire to an education position um, in their future. The um, curriculum uh, does not have a required practicum, but does have project work. Uh, that is generally applicable to uh, the area of interest that the student is involved in. Oh, I see. Very interesting. And then uh, in terms of career opportunities uh, with this degree, uh, so first off, it does sound like I guess a lot of students would be working then as they pursue this degree. Would you say that's accurate? Yes. Uh, the, the majority of students are employed and, and going to school concurrently. Those that pursue the major um, often aspire to a managerial 
or administrative role. Some employers are seeking uh, applicants with a bachelor's in respiratory therapy, um, and that motivates some students to pursue this degree. For other students, they may aspire to uh, work uh, and teach in a respiratory therapy program in the future, and this positions them uh, to continue uh, their education uh, so that they uh, might potentially pursue that. And of course, there are always students that really want to build on their current knowledge base and learn more advanced skills. Gotcha. Very interesting. And uh, in terms of graduate programs out there, are there grad programs that are very specific to the respiratory therapy field? There are. Uh, the number of programs specific to respiratory therapy currently are quite limited. Uh, we do see some uh, respiratory therapists with a bachelor's degree uh, that pursue a master's in a related field. Uh, perhaps a master's in business with a uh, healthcare focus, a master's in um, instruction or instructional design, for example. Oh, I see. Very interesting. Okay, so to uh, to wrap up the programs here, uh, we're going to speak about the Bachelor of Science in Nursing. Uh, which, as I mentioned, is the third program under this College of Health Professions. And this one is also launching in the fall of 2021. And uh, so for this one, Dr. Van Eerden, let's speak about, uh, you know, the reasons behind offering this one as well. Uh, certainly. We know that um, there's a, a large projected growth rate in Florida and the southeast region of the U.S. And obviously careers in nursing are in high demand. As the population has uh, changed the demographic to a more aging population, as we've seen more people with chronic illnesses, and as we continue to focus on health and wellness, uh, we have seen demand for nurses increase. And uh, in terms of you know the, the types of students who might be interested in this program as far as demographically, uh, just career interests, uh, how would you kind of describe that, that group? Demographics really vary, uh, male, female, all ages, all backgrounds, uh, nursing um, is available to anyone and everyone with an interest uh, in health and wellness, uh, an interest in a clinician role. Typically, our students uh, that pursue nursing have a strong background in math and science, uh, and come to us uh, from um, high school with an extensive background in uh, math and science, including advanced coursework. Right, I see. 
And then as far as uh, admission requirements, uh, any, any particular requirements that you want to note on this one? Yes, I would like to talk about the admission requirements. Um, they, they're fairly typical in nursing. At St. Leo, uh, students initially would be a pre-nursing major student. Requirements for that pre-nursing major include a high school grade point average of 3.0 or higher. We also ask that pre-nursing students review a document that identifies uh, information on background check requirements, uh, which are essential uh, to um, pursue clinical practice and licensure as well. Students are uh, a pre-nursing student the first uh, two years, their freshman and sophomore year. During that time, they're involved in arts and science coursework, um, courses required by the university. In addition, very specific courses are required for nursing uh, those first two years, courses such as psychology, college algebra, statistics, an ethics course, a growth and development course, uh, and uh, science courses, including anatomy and physiology one and two and lab courses, as well as microbiology and the uh, concurrent lab course. Uh, the uh, spring of their sophomore year, uh, students officially apply for the nursing major coursework. And that uh, application requires that students have earned a 33 or higher grade point average in their university coursework, including grades of B or higher in college algebra and anatomy and physiology one and two. In addition, uh, students complete a standardized nursing admission exam and need to meet a benchmark score. Uh, students submit their application information. Uh, faculty committee reviews the student qualifications and the most qualified students are um, selected uh, for the, the nursing major. Interesting, and I think that is definitely important to emphasize that you know this specifically this program we we really do you know look for the the highest caliber students we have found that nursing is a very rigorous um program and a major of study as a result the admission criteria was identified to assist students in um, likelihood that they can complete the program successfully complete the national licensure exam required to be a registered nurse. Uh, and of course they need that license to then move into uh, the workforce. 
And so the admission criteria helps in uh, assuring that students bring um, the knowledge and skills to help them to be successful. Sure. Very well said. Uh, and then where, uh, where exactly is this program going to be offered? Our Bachelor of Science in Nursing uh, is uh, offered on uh, our university campus in the Tampa Bay area, uh, just north of Tampa. Gotcha. I see. Let's uh, dive into the faculty uh, who will be teaching in this program and just their backgrounds. Faculty in nursing um, will have, obviously, experience in nursing practice. They uh, meet requirements of the Board of Nursing in Florida and accreditor requirements as well. A Master of Science in Nursing uh, is some um, uh, key background uh, along with uh, some faculty uh, that will come with uh, doctoral degrees. Excellent. So quite a variety and certainly well-versed, well-experienced faculty. As far as the courses uh, that will be offered in this program, the curriculum, the different topics covered in the curriculum, uh, how would you describe that? Our curriculum is very contemporary. Uh, the nursing curriculum incorporates some key uh, topics. Uh, these are also included in our other health professions programs. Our nursing curriculum does emphasize evidence-based practice, uh, interprofessional communication, uh, what we call a culture of health, and there is also emphasis on the well-being of the clinician, in this case, uh, the nurse. Uh, with these areas of, of focus, which I said are contemporary and innovative, um, our curriculum has has aligned uh, to to achieve those areas of emphasis. And so the nursing courses include a culture of health focus. This means that in addition to content and experiences focused on working with those that are uh, ill, there's a concurrent focus on maintaining and achieving health. Interesting. And then in terms of uh, career opportunities, uh, obviously, you know, nursing Strictly nursing is certainly a popular one, but I would imagine there are some other potential opportunities with uh, this BSN as well, correct? The beauty of nursing really lies in the range of career opportunities from acute care to long-term care to community to occupational and school health, um, a range of full-time and part-time opportunities uh, something for every every nurse. 
uh, our program um, exposes students to a variety of settings and clinical experiences, uh, along with some simulated experiences uh, to position students uh, and increase their confidence level when they go out and practice. So uh, students are given a chance to explore acute care, chronic care, um, community health, um, women's health, uh, children's health, uh, mental health. Um, students learn uh, about all of these areas as it relates to nursing, and they receive um, clinical experiences in these areas. Often that uh, those experiences help students to determine, you know, what their um, area of interest may be on uh, graduation when they do um, pursue practice. Right. Very interesting. And then just to wrap up on this program in terms of graduate school, I know that there are definitely uh, options out there as far as at the master's level uh, when it comes to nursing, correct? Absolutely. Um, students with a bachelor's in nursing can pursue a range of master's degrees uh, depending upon area of interest. Uh, certainly uh, options in nursing and healthcare uh, are available for those that are business-minded, degrees uh, in uh, business administration, um, healthcare management uh, as well. I did want to mention to the listeners that our nursing program is fully approved by the Florida Board of Nursing it's also approved by our St. Leo University accreditor. Our program at this time does not have a national nursing accreditation. Uh, as a new program, we are not able to pursue that as yet. Our intent, however, is to pursue national nursing program accreditation uh, as soon as we are able to do so. That uh, will allow for uh, future uh, options for students uh, if they uh, continue their education. Sure, and I appreciate you mentioning those those items. Definitely, definitely uh, important to note as far as this program. You know, the other thing I did want to hone in on before we conclude, I had mentioned that um, the well-being of the clinician is an area of focus for all of our health professions programs, including nursing. We know that health professions can be stressful uh, for practitioners, and we want to set them up so that they can manage stress so they are resilient, so they can develop healthy behaviors for themselves. Uh, we know that these factors will help nurses have long and very enjoyable careers. And so as students um, learn about 
uh, all of these aspects of nursing care that we mentioned, they will also look at what's applicable to their own health and well-being. Um, and that is uh, unique to our program. That's wonderful. And I know, you know, we've had conversations in the past about uh, how COVID-19 has really tested nurses and medical professionals in general, uh, you know, in terms of mental health and just, uh, you know, the, the stresses of, of dealing with such a terrible pandemic. Uh, so that's fantastic that we offer such a great focus on that in these programs. Absolutely. So um, as I said, in nursing is a fabulous career. Um, St. Leo University is ready to answer the call and meet that high demand for, for nurses in the region. Absolutely. Okay, well, I definitely want to thank you, Dr. Kathleen Van Eerden, once again for joining me here on St. Leo 360. Uh, really appreciate your time and uh, certainly excited about these wonderful programs uh, surrounding the health sciences uh, field. I'd like to thank the listeners for, for your time and certainly feel free to contact St. Leo with questions and look forward to meeting you. Absolutely. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Thank you. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877-622-2009 or visit stleo.edu.